Hey guys, welcome to Psych, our psychology podcast for IBHL for the IBHL psychology course. We are Alicia, Nikita, and Rachira. So today we'll be talking about animal models and animal studies and how they help research about the human behavior. First off, we have Nikita. Hello. Am I supposed to talk about Lawrence now? Yeah. Okay. So Conrad Lawrence is an Austrian psychologist who uh, investigated imprinting on goslings. Um, goslings are obviously baby geese, not Ryan Goslings. We love um, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Uh, imprinting is, is when a newborn creatures born through the health of animals it meets at birth and then begin to pattern its behavior towards them. And uh, basically, he observed whether or not the goslings would follow the first moving object that they saw, even if, it's, if, even if it wasn't the mother goose. So he took a batch of fertilized gray leg goose eggs and split them into a control group and an experiment group. Um, the control group consisted of goslings that hatched naturally with the mother, while the experiment group hatched in an incubator with Lawrence, making sure that he was the first moving object that the goslings encountered. So after that, the goslings' behavior recorded. Yeah, that's so interesting. What yeah. if, like, what if, what if? Okay, what if instead of like the guy, what if, what if Lawrence actually just like took a potato and like started moving it around <laughs> on, like a stick? It would, it would like, follow stick? it actually because in oh my god, if, as long as it's a moving object, it would follow it. Oh my god, imagine being like the son or daughter or like child of a potato. That is so cool. <laughs> but you're not a potato yourself. Oh my god. You know those like robot toy dog things yeah. that you can get? Like, well, they were like popular. And then imagine if it was like that, and then you just like I move the dog around. Did you? I used to have oh a lot God. of those. Oh, oh. my God. Okay. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, after, after that, from his observations, he found that the mini Ryan Goslings in the incubator saw Lawrence first, and um, they would follow him, while the control group Goslings followed the mother goose. So this proved that, that imprinting does occur in animals, basically. Yeah, so... Lorenz was the baby daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Oh, this is going to be an interesting podcast. Okay. (laughs) That's actually really, really interesting. I mean, out of all the animal studies, I feel like this is one of the nicest ones. Oh, yeah. Right? For sure. Like, Like, this is actually sweet. Yeah. It's like, it's not like, oh, yeah, let's cut a dog's face half open or... Like like yours? Yeah, like my one. (laughs) Yes. Throughout throughout the goose's life, they actually did follow Lawrence. So, like, they grew up with Lawrence. Like, they were basically Lawrence babies. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lawrence had, like, to teach them everything that a normal duck would have to do. It's cute, but you know what? Like I said, like, this is, like, one of the nicest studies. But at the same time, if you think about it, it's kind of messed up in the way that, like... Like they're, they're like act, they're like not natural. For yeah, life. they're not actual. Like they're not they're not like actually the like their the mother goose yes. is a man. Yes, <laughs> the mother goose is a human man. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's like, but like, what else? What, are there any other like disadvantages, or maybe like, or like, are they all just well, not really? Because it's very very like very overly positive animal study yeah Yeah. i would say that too yeah like the only like thing about it is that they didn't have like a natural like Mm person like well mother goose to take care of them and like teach them how to actually do the things that 
geese do, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, if you see pictures, right? Yeah, and it was, like, so him, cute. like, swimming in the pond. And, like, all the geese, and, like, like, the and, like there was, like, a picture of, like, two, like, geese, like, besides his, like, either side of his face. And he was just, like, in the middle. It was so cute. But the only, like, like I said, I mean, I don't know. While, like, going through Nikita's presentation, I actually came across the fact, like, for the ethical issues that some chickens like imprint on yellow washing of like gloves and try to mate with them as adults and i know this is chickens but like it's messed up <laughs> yeah it's messed up and if you like think about the fact that like imprinting goes for all like we're assuming all birds maybe i don't know because only yeah. only on um what's it called um only the for for birds where when they hatch they don't have feathers you know those names <laughs> they don't have feathers, you don't yeah, have Yeah, it's birds. <laughs> like <laughs> pigeons and stuff. That really comes out. Like when they, really when they hatch the egg, they're like featherless. Oh. You know, those types so they of like birds. Really it's like, it's like that. Do you mean like the, like, you know, the Filipino dish, balot or something? What? No. You, no, no, wait. Like, <laughs> I, I swear, I swear I'm not crazy, but it's like this. Oh, there we go. It's kind of. I don't know. I've never tried it. Obviously, as a vegetarian, but like, bro, it looks kind of. Is it? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. That's really good. I think so. Yeah. Mr. Charlton's here. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi, Mr. Charlton. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I, I was checking where you guys are. I'm a responsible teacher. I'm Marty Wally as um, president. Okay. Thank you. Bye. That was our psych teacher. And he's really chill. Yeah, he's really <laughs> chill. And, and now he's going to be listening to this, so. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Ms. Charlton. Hi, Ms. Charlton. <laughs> this yeah. is like Char- Mr. Charlton-ception. In a way. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, back to Balo. It's like, apparently, it's like it's like this egg thing, Majik, but like the, the bird is still in there. But then yeah. you like drink the, like the whites. Yes. You drink the whites. Went with the bird in there. Oh, so yeah, because like normal eggs, they they make it so that the there's no like the chicken won't actually like if you just left the egg, it wouldn't actually hatch, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, chickens are scary though. You know, like I had to pick up eggs while I was like in New Zealand, like because my friends are farmers and stuff. Oh, and so cool. Yeah, <laughs> and they had like chickens and like sheep and cows as pets. Yeah. And the rule was you can't eat the pet if they have a name. So. But if they don't have a name, you can eat them? Yes, pretty much. Oh my god. That was their rule. And what if, oh my god, what if you named a pet nameless? Oh, ooh. I know. Yeah, this I is know. nameless. <laughs> my pet cow. Or like, or like undecided. It's like, hi, this is undecided. Yeah, we, we were indecisive, so we just were undecided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know why I say this though. Okay, this is going very off track. The track? It's track? Okay. Yes. It's okay. But you know what? It's okay. <laughs> Thing is, when I was like younger and I used to go to like the doctor or whatever and stuff, uh, there was like this one doctor that used to like sit outside, like wait and stuff because we only really had like appointments. He would just like come there and this was in India. So like there was this like, there was this, I think there was this couple who, who were like, they didn't really make a lot of money you could kind of tell them whatever and they had this child right and like when the nurse came out to like ask for their name they were like it's like what's the name of the baby or whatever they, they were like the baby doesn't have a name yet it's like oh, undecided so 
I know. It was it was pretty sad. Anyways, that's not the point of this. Anyways, did you know I had to be named within 24 hours? Really? Yeah. And also, my parents thought I was going to be a boy, so they only had, like, boy names. And they, I was going to have a Chinese boy name. <laughs> what? You Can you imagine if I had a Chinese boy name? Guys, my name is Alicia. Like, <laughs> that's, like, that is the very furthest. <laughs> my sister awful. was supposed to, my, my parents thought my sister was going to be a boy. Maybe she turned to be a girl. You know what they are going to name her? Hans Bamba. <laughs> Hans Bamba. Yeah, Pari. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm so glad she's a girl. <laughs> oh my oh, god, that would be so bad. Her name's Kiara, so yeah. it's oh, that's much so better much than better. Hans Bamba. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wonder. I wonder if. Other animals have like a naming system for their children, like monkeys. Yeah, I mean, this links to like the next study that Richard is gonna do. Oh, that's why I kind of like segue. I like that. (laughs) Okay, like monkeys. Monkeys. I was actually gonna go into a discussion about monkey names, but you know, we're not the monkey names. That's that's for another time. Like (laughs) Eon. Foundation, they name the monkeys, right? <laughs> but it's not like the actual monkeys know that, like, they don't call each other that name, obviously. But they would respond to it, right? Like, but they would respond, yeah. It's like it's like when you have a dog, yeah, like, yeah. No, but what if animals, <laughs> when they listen to us talk, it's just a bunch of sounds, like, they don't understand, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I think they just kind of like. But maybe they figure out like a specific sound is like. But what do you mean? Like yeah, it's just like a bunch of sounds. Because even when we talk to each other, it's just a bunch of sounds. We just like add meaning to it. It's the okay yeah. stuff. Yes, and semantic, okay. yeah. semantic stuff in psychology. Ooh. I forgot the name. Ooh. <laughs> yes. I just remember the semantic this, bit about the, the memory. Model? Yes, the yeah. the memory. The what was it? The acoustic. I. Something. Is this phonological? This is phonological loop? memory model. Yes. Is this working memory model or? It, it could be. Sorry. That is the working memory model. Phonological loop is the yeah. Working memory. Yeah. And like that one. You did, like Tori and yeah. yeah. Mr. Charles, I'm gonna hear this and be like, like so oh, sorry, oh, they did not revise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like it's like you just basically like it's a bunch of we're just making a bunch of sounds, but yeah. It's it's the same though. Like I don't. Yeah. yeah. But it's kind of like if someone spoke French to me. Like obviously, once they but it sounds like a bunch of sounds though. Yeah, it's it's just a bunch of sounds until you kind of like figure out what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. it. Interesting. Okay. You want to talk about your monkeys? Yes. Yeah, so my monkeys, um, Harry Harlow, um, and it's actually kind of sad. So Nikita's unfortunately maybe should Nik- don't we should just laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should like end on a happy note. No, mine is like I think. It's also Mine is one of the worst. <laughs> Alicia's is the worst. Yeah, over here. I'm uh, sorry, but you we know, didn't save the best for but last. But you know what? This is life. We've got to deal with it. Yeah. It's always the worst at the end. Yeah. Got really depressing really fast. But you know what? We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna roll with it. Um, and basically, so basically, what Harry did, Harry, but as Harry. if I know him or something. Harry. But <laughs> basically, what Harlow did was that he investigated the nature of like attachment and young rhesus monkeys. And I know when I say rhesus monkeys, you might be tempted to think of the chocolate, which I honestly did. But it's Same. it's not that. It's it's the it's the other monkey. It's other monkeys. No, there's only one rhesus monkey, and I'm talking about that monkey, not the chocolate. Okay, cool. Um, now that we've got that sorted. Yes. Um, so basically he did two experiments and like 
basically what happens was that by three weeks of the monkeys being born, um, all of them are spending 15 hours in contact with cloth and only went to the wire. Like, so basically there was like a wire mother and like a mother with like cloth on it. And they both had like the same, they actually had different heads. But actually this one is kind of conflicting because when I was doing the research for this, I actually didn't know if the heads were different or not for both of them. Because they like, I don't know. I could, I could, I couldn't really find out because a lot of sources said like different things. So I don't, yeah. I don't know if this is true. So we're just gonna ignore the head bit, right? Um, so yeah. So uh, they didn't spend like um, the results was that like. Wait, let me let me rewind. Okay, I'm getting kind of nervous. Okay, <laughs> but basically there were these two monkey uh, like heads and not heads models yeah. uh, one of them was like made out of wire and wasn't like really covered with anything and stuff um and the other one was covered with like cloth um and basically the monkeys after they were born were just like left in the in the area the space the cage um just to see how basically like what they would do and like what they would react to and how they would who they would go to and like every single time they always every single time the rhesus monkeys preferred the cloth mother over the wire mother um, and basically that was just trying to prove that um, physical contact is extremely necessary yeah. for mammals. And that's, that, yeah, that's kind of true. I mean, that is true because I just told you. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, the amount of times I hug people every day, like. Yeah, you're a platonic hoe. Mm. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, okay. No, it, it's okay. It's on my here's Instagram a, here's bio. A, here's a bit of context. It is? Yeah, oh I put it on my Instagram For whoever is listening to this, the reason I called her a platonic hoe, because I would never do that, was because she called herself a platonic hoe, <laughs> yeah. and now that's just a thing, and I'm not insulting her. Yeah. Don't call me sexist. I I'm love not. having I friends Thank and, you. like, just... I love hugs and all that. So you and it's hugger. You yeah, I'm a big hugger. I did not say this to her first. Please remember, it was not me. Okay. <laughs> this is not cyberbullying. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wasn't there like um, a part of the study where like one of them had milk and like they tried to see whether? Oh yes. Okay. So basically, they they had uh, put like a bit of like they had feeding bottles and they had, like cut out the. Like, they put feeding bottles in the exact place that it would happen. Like, it would have been in an actual, like, mother, m- monkey mother and stuff. Um, and <laughs> and wow, these they, are, like, parents, like, studies. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Mm, I know. One of them is sad. And this is that one. Yes. And, yes. <laughs> and basically what happened um, is that the monkeys were obviously left to see, you know, where they would go and stuff. Um, and so... Uh, both like every single time if the if the monkeys were in like the same cage as the soft one the one with the cloth they would always go for that one mm-hmm. but if they were put in like um a cage where they were like the the, the feeding bottle only came out of the wire mo- like wire monkey they would only ever go to it if it like really really got like super super hungry to the point that they couldn't bear it any- anymore and, and yeah. even in even in that case sometimes they would just be like like literally be what's the word like like clung onto the yeah, they would, mother yeah, they would be while like, like leaning over onto yes, the wire mother exactly yeah. and then like that makes it like really really sad and there was also a time where they like try to frighten the monkeys and stuff by like creating some sort of I don't know like monster but like oh, so sad I know oh, yeah. and it would like run away too. yeah and it would like run away and you know the worst part are like I know the study itself seems really sad but the results are even worse like the long term results I mean so like when these monkeys like were like you know in the situation where they were getting scared and stuff and they were like in a cage where they just had like the wire mother and not the soft mother mm-hmm. they would just like they would throw themselves on the floor and start like i don't know 
peeling their skin off and like start like walking back and forth and it's so it's actually so sad because like you know it just shows how much you actually need physical contact but but you need it from like some something real almost because yeah. like although the like the wire mother was there and it was like still physical contact if you're talking about like very technically but yeah, it's but not it wasn't like yeah warm or yeah, soft yeah. or comforting yes exactly like basically lacked all the motherly instincts technically and even the soft mother was like not really the best like the best thing it's not real it's not the real thing but it was like the next best option and if they weren't in that kind of vicinity they would just like you know do all these terrible things to them and like even when they grew up like they wouldn't so for example like the monkeys that were actually like put through this test and stuff when they grew up they wouldn't know how to mother their own children yeah so it just made it so it yeah was because they it's not like the wire mother or the cloth mother can like teach them at least yeah like, at least like lorenz took them like swimming you know? yeah he's like let's go float <laughs> but yeah this one is like this is really sad because like they don't actually like help them develop or anything yeah. like that and then obviously when they have like yeah. babies and and honestly speaking Personally, this is a completely like personal opinion. I feel like the study was kind of unnecessary. Like, like yeah, we learned quite a bit about about like you know the need for physical contact and stuff. Like, yes, that stuff is necessary to like find out about. But it could just be being done in a much better way. Mm. Like, it's not it's not like some sort of like revolutionary study where it's like oh my god, humans need physical contact. What a surprise! Like, no, we know this because like we see babies and we see the way that they like hold on to their mothers when they're born. Yeah. I don't think it's a very important study and like even even if you don't like even if you don't do a study you, as a human just because you have feelings you would know if you need physical contact you know yeah like you don't necessarily need to do a study to prove it you know yeah you could just like assume that it's a common thing and take it for being a fact if everybody really well like the majority of people feel that way oh, yeah Okay, let's go on to the huge now I, depressing study. Now, now I feel like I need, like, hugs. It's like Aww. air hug. Air hug. Oh We're all air hugging. Yes. <laughs> you, can just, you can just imagine that. And, and, you know, since the microphone was between us, you were between us. Ooh, oh, no, I hate that. That sounds bad. I know, I'm sorry. I just, it sounded so much better in my head. It sounded so much better in my head. I'm so sorry for the person listening to this. I didn't mean it like that. It sounded better in my head. I thought it was going to be something cute, but now it's not. This is like... You know, like, the group hug where, like, the one person is crying in the middle and, like, everyone, like, surrounds them and they're yeah. like, yeah, it's okay. Except but. this is, like, a lot worse because, you know, the person, oh, you know, never mind. Okay, what? go ahead. And I was going to be like, this relates to my study of physical contact and then I realized that I'm just stupid and I've been talking about that for, like, the last <laughs> however minutes. I'm so dumb. It's okay, okay. guys. Guys, I literally thought that... My um, brain is malfunctioning today. I'm sorry. I thought that 500,000 million was... 500,000... 500,000 million. So 500 billion. Okay. Yeah. But my dumbass was in business. And then Mr. Masters goes, yes, how much is this figure? Because it's in millions. And then, so it's like 500,000, but it was in millions. So I'm like... 500 trillion? <laughs> and I was like, and then, and then Mr. Masters was like, Alicia, the whole US economy is worth 20 trillion in total. And I was like, yeah, don't mind me. I'm never going to become an accountant. Like, no, and then he was uh, just like, and then she asked a question about like accountancy like, like later, like because we were doing finance, right? And he was just like, you would have to do an accountancy course for that. And then Alicia was just like, nope, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I have to 
do that's like accountancy is there's like a part of my course for business management I have to do like one of like three courses for accountancy but then there's like accountancy like one 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 or something and it's like four people who want to become an accountant and then there's like one in between and then there's my one which is accountancy for decision making and it's like for those who do not wish to become accountants and only want to know how it affects decision making and I was like yep that's me because I am not smart enough to be an accountant but you know I feel like if anyone in our class was actually okay if I Again, going off topic, but in our class, if we had to rank people, like, who would become accountants, I would say Eric. And then... Huh? Yeah. He's really good at it. Is it, is it just me who thinks... Oh, I mean, he's, I, good at, he's pretty good at math, right? Yeah. He was in, like, set two last year, right? For mm-hmm. Adam. Yeah. So, I would say Eric. And then I would say Rishta. And then you. What? I'll say yeah. Rishta. I, I was literally... I made the stupidest mistake. Okay, so, we're doing balance sheets. This is completely off topic. This is not even psychology anymore <laughs> but this is one story um we were doing balance sheets and i had to add up what like 200 plus 105 plus 45 oh plus 40 and then minus 45 but me being the dumbass i am plus the 45 which was depreciation i even wrote on the balance sheet less depreciation and then i added it all together and obviously that was like the one thing that determined whether or not my balance sheet balanced and so you know it's okay but at least mr master said that you would still get marks for it because yeah. like you can't it's only one mistake yeah. and if you do all the like workings out like all the calculations is correct, it like error carried forward thing yeah yeah oh. yeah which is good yeah so it's very helpful especially in math mm-hmm. oh my god you know at the moment i'm really really craving sugar and i really want a pavlova so we should go into <gasps> oh pavlova. oh my gosh <laughs> sorry <laughs> i love that okay so nice segue thank you <laughs> nice segue into is it ivan ivan yeah, this is ivan. gonna be the only nice part before like the study makes you really depressed yeah <laughs> So, yes. Welcome to my study. Ivan Pavlov, 1902. And it was a study that was done on dogs to measure their salivation rates when um, food was presented to them. Except they were isolated and they were actually like chained up so they couldn't get to the food. And so when I was reading and researching this study, it was like, yeah, device used to measure the salivation rate. But no, it's actually half of their face is cut open and they have like, I guess like an injection kind of thing on their salivary gland to measure how much like saliva actually is produced. And that is, I think, so horrifying because I used to have a dog and Nikita has dogs. And so like, I just could not imagine doing that like on purpose to a dog. Like... To I, any animal. Yeah, yeah, to any yeah. animal. Like, I love animals. Like, I mean, Richir and I are vegetarian. <laughs> so <laughs> feel guilty. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, like, it's, it's, like, it's, like, normal to eat cows and yeah. chicken. And I was going to say fish. But, yes, yeah. fish. But in my mind, I was thinking, like, goldfish. Oh. <laughs> and I was, like, definitely not normal to eat goldfish. Honestly, I wouldn't know, though. Because, like, I've been vegetarian all my life. Yeah. So, like, I genuinely don't know what people eat. Oh, like I, I have no idea, like at all. I feel like, would you ever try? I don't know. 
like I would ever if I would only do it for like survival reasons. Are you okay because yeah. your mom's a vegetarian family? Yeah, like okay. Here's the thing. So like my parents, yeah. So my entire family, like everyone in my family, is a vegetarian. Mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Because it's been, it's been going on for generations. Because it's been going on for like generations, and like I know it's weird to hear like here, but if you go to India, it's actually super common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the population, like a lot of the Indian Hindu population, is vegetarian. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, so uh, oh, oh, by well, the way, you know when you said that like I love animals, and you were like talking about like how you're like vegetarian and stuff, and then I was gonna be like, and you have farmers as your friends, so like that's yeah. that's really. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that is true. So, like, in New Zealand, it's, like, it would... I, it's, like, really not... I wouldn't say, like, uncommon, but kind of uncommon, yeah, <laughs> to be vegetarian just because it's, like, a lot of our meals are based around meat. Yeah. So, it's, like, roast or steak. It's, like, very Wait, based around Wait, you guys meat. have steak, like, every day? Isn't that expensive? Um, but if you're... Like, if it's on a farm, I guess. That's a bit... Yeah, it depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say... I, I think it's, like, less expensive... In New, Zealand. in New Zealand but then again like the New Zealand oh currency itself is like so much is worth it? so much is it, is it not? I don't know it's worth but uh, 0.7 are... US dollars or something like that oh so that's less than is it, is it similar to Australian? yeah similar to Australian then, now yeah okay okay so this is like reaction to food right? so the dogs um, were experimented on their reaction to the food and then they the ex- the researchers wanted to experiment whether they could the food could be associated with like other sounds like opening a door a metronome or like electric shocks which is not a sound but that's an event or it could also be like a buzzer and it it was found that the dogs actually could have like have an association between like the sound or the event and the food and then even when the food wasn't presented to them and they couldn't see it, if they heard the sound or had the event happen to them, like, they would start, like, salivating. And I think that's, like, so cruel. And it's, like... This is conditioning, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it's like, in conclusion, it's, like, classical conditioning. And it's... It was, well, it was later developed by Watson in 1913... And I feel like you could do it. I feel like there were less unethical, there were more unethical ways of doing this. Like with my dogs, like when I used to feed them, I would like, I taught them to like, well, my, me and my sister, we like taught them to sit and wait until we had put the food down and then we would say go. But it's not like we waited like, you know, like a whole 20 minutes or something, or it wasn't like, like they knew that they were gonna get food and they always did get food and it wasn't like I was holding them back or starving them or anything like that so I feel like it's like that's like really sad but like actually to be honest like the long lasting effects of this was they said that the effects like kind of wore off in the end and like but you could like reactivate them by like doing the experiment and like teaching them again which is like, oh, that's so weird. Yeah, like doing it again, so like that's like. Wait, so after, after he cut the dog's face half open, what happened to it though? 
I feel it just like they yeah, just like stay open. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's so painful. That's like that's like going on a surgery and like just coming out coming out without any stitches. Like yeah. that's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Also, fun fact, like no one asked, but you know, fun fact. Fun fact. One of my biggest fears is waking up on an operation table. Wait. Me too. Oh, right? while being. I think about that a right? lot. Like I, from movies. I know. Wait, there are movies about it? And I'm just like, every time oh. I watch movies and sometimes that happens and it's scary. But that's what I'm saying, like, there are movies that, where that happens? I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I've never watched any, but anyways, I don't, anyways. The point is, I'm so scared of that, like, what if, what if, the worst thing is, what if you're doing an eye surgery and you wake up Ew. in the middle of that? That is the scariest stuff, you know? Ooh, didn't that, didn't something like that happen in, like... Uh, what's that movie called? Final Destination. That happened in Final no, Destination? No, no, they were doing like light laser eye surgery, surgery and then like the laser like didn't work or do the right thing or something like that. And then I was like, Ugh. I saw like the trailer. The thing is, okay, the thing is with Final Destination, I kind of like the concept of the fact that you cannot cheat death, which is like, I say I don't believe in fate, but I guess that's kind of fate to be honest. Yeah. But like, it's like the way they die is like always like but it is a movie though so yeah i've never watched the movie i've never either i kind of want to no i haven't watched it either i don't want to because all the people but die like said. no i've watched the trailers and i've seen like scenes on like youtube but not like actually thing oh okay yeah do you know anyone who's like good of rats scared of rats yeah lots of people scared well of rats. my mom actually i feel like i'm scared of rats too like I don't like. I wouldn't want to go close. Yeah, like Dude, the I, ones here are humongous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this big. If I saw one in real life, I'd probably scream. So yeah, I'm scared of them. I would say, like, yeah. like I don't think I'm ever gonna look like see a rat, especially like anywhere near like my house, and just and not like have a physical reaction to that. Like once I thought I wasn't scared of lizards, right? But like when I still in Singapore, I saw like a lizard in the kitchen. And like it's not it's not that uncommon here, but like in Singapore when I used to live in an apartment, there was like a lizard like apartment? The, yeah, there was like this big lizard like in my in my uh, kitchen. And I like my parents were in the front room, right? And I like had an involuntary scream. Like Wait, what's what's a big lizard though? And here they have really big lizards. Okay, that's true. Okay, so, so like, podcast listeners, you won't be able to contextualize this unless we tell you like the inches or whatever, but like this much. Oh, that's, that's really tiny. small. It's like, I know. Like, not even I know. 10 I know. Five centimeters. No, no, no. But that's what I said. Like, it's not uncommon here. But, like, in Singapore, it was kind of uncommon. Oh, so it's just small? Yeah. Because, okay, that's the thing. Now I'm fine with them. Because, like, now yeah, I see like, them so you see often. Them a lot. Yeah. But, like, but when I used to, like, live there, I obviously, like, you know, I didn't see any of them, to mm-hmm. be honest. And then I saw them. Like, saw one. And, like, I didn't even know I was scared of them until, like, that happened. Yeah. And I, like, I screamed really, really loud. And my dad was like, oh, my God, what the hell happened and stuff. And, like, it was a lizard. And my dad was like, I thought something so much worse was happening. And I was like, don't worry. But, like, now they're fine. Like, now if I now if I see a lizard that's, like, much bigger than that, I'll be like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's just so now the normal ones are, like, 10 centimeters. Yeah, here, here. Yeah, in here. Like, yeah. In Is there any, like, relation with, like, the monitor lizard and, like... Oh, there's lizards because they're like because they're huge and they're like they're a lot of lizards around the streets sometimes yeah (laughs) Yeah. a person's just holding one yeah yummy (laughs) oh (laughs) 
Wait, is it true that Angelina Jolie like eats cockroaches? Because I read that somewhere. No, I'm not like cockroaches. Oh my god. No, my mom like, is terrified of cockroaches. Same. No oh my god, it was so funny. So like once, like we were moving out, like it, like in Malaysia, like we were moving to like another house and we were like trying to clean up the area and stuff. And my mom was like brooming the area and like there was this like sweeping. Yeah, brooming. <laughs> brooming. There was this, okay. She was sweeping the area and there was like this tiny, tiny cockroach, right? And I just, I just think she was having a bad day that day. That just made it so much worse. So she start like she tried. She was she's terrified. So she's tried tried like hitting the cockroach with like the broom and stuff. And then the broom broke. So she <laughs> and then and then because she was like having such a bad day, she broke down in tears in that moment when the broom broke. So she was like, imagine her just like hitting the like the broom on the cockroach, it not dying, the broom breaking, and then a woman sobbing on the floor oh hysterically, goodness. calling her husband who works forty five minutes away to come home because of the small cockroach, and he actually does. <laughs> So yeah. Speaking of like, okay, but like the podcast again. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's um, why I went on to rats. Oh, okay. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 because like, because rats are usually used right as y- using them like in animal studies, like when we're testing like like makeup and like antibiotics and like treatments for diseases and stuff because like you can I mean there's lots of pros to them because you know they grow up quickly you can see how they grow up you can inject like DNA from the from humans into them and like you can make them you can make them have Alzheimer's and I think that's like insane and you can like but like the thing is is like how much of that research can be transferred to humans because you know obviously we are not rats we are not monkeys and we are not geese kind of thing so it's like also actually why did they do the like the dog thing the saliva like, 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 like I was like, like what different. are they learning there and like you know if you're actually talking about like the value of animal models and like psychological research and like human behavior and stuff it doesn't even translate it's like it's very pointless and in fact it always it almost makes like pavlov seem sadistic you know, yeah. like, do you know what i mean obviously. it's like it's like like okay i get that the lorenz study was important and then obviously you could like have i don't know you could kind of like um assume that it's kind of going to be the same for like humans yeah. and the same for like Harlow, especially because it was like a monkey, so it's like much closer to like I don't know humans. And personally, even though I thought that it wasn't that necessary, I can still like see where that's coming from. Yeah. But like if you were just like checking this, like the salivation of a dog, that's actually so pointless. Like, like yeah, okay, yes, you may be curious about things and stuff, but like you don't need to know the answer for every single thing, especially when it like inflicts so much pain on a dog. Yeah. Like it's just it's just very cruel. And like Pavlov. I'm sorry, if you were listening, I would just like, <laughs> I would not. You, you know, if you were listening, um, a hundred and how many? 17 years after you did this experiment. Yes. Um, a huge F bomb to yeah. you, bro. Bro. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, is like, I kind of, I think animal testing is really unethical, especially when it's like, things that could kill them or things that like have no meaning I feel like but sometimes it's like it's kind of cold for I guess I think it's super unethical and like you know if if 
we could have humans volunteer for stuff like that would be better obviously but obviously still unethical but like the thing is, is even when they're testing like treatments on animals it's like 90% of treatments that work on animals do not work on humans and I think that's like can you imagine that like you still put that rat or that guinea pig or and that then, and then rabbit they do the, through something and then they do the experiments again and then they get like a not yeah like yeah like like they they just keep doing it until they feel like they get it right but then they like they still maybe can't even transfer it to humans and then that's like well, just, what's the point of doing wait, but it but 90% is a lot though yeah that's like, well 90% that's yeah. like more than the majority yeah but yeah I guess like the thing is like we have to do them but then like animal studies and stuff I think they're good like to see like developmental you, psychology you know I think the reason like people use like animal like I don't know they do research on animals is maybe also to like check to be honest I don't okay I get Okay, I'm not gonna say I can understand like physically testing on animals because I just don't think that's right. But like psychological testing is even like worse to be yeah. honest. Because like I feel like they put through so much more. Yeah, like yeah, they're put through so much more because it's like obviously your like your brain. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's like it's not necessary because like you know, for for example, if you're like testing makeup or or um, I don't know antibiotics, whatever, then you could like still possibly justify like animal testing yeah but you know psychologically if you if you just want to be like okay what are dogs thinking of right now i'm just gonna like you know saw into their brain or something like that doesn't that's just worse because it's not really that necessary yeah you know yeah like it just doesn't make sense yeah so i mean everyone can like build up their own opinions and like I mean, if you're writing an essay on this, like, you have to give pros and cons and, like, why they do it and, like, you know, how much use are the results to humans? Like, can we actually transfer all of those results to us? Like, but, yeah, that is, that is kind of, like, why animal studies are done. So, yeah. Yeah. Animal studies. Uh, Interesting. We hope you. We like Lorenz. (laughs) We do not like Pavlov or Harlow. Yep. So. We hope you learned something from this. I mean, most of it was like not psychology. Oh, also, yeah. Yeah. It'd be very entertaining. Yeah. 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 Hope hope you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How to learn psychology in a fun way. Exactly. (laughs) With lots of mini gaps in between where we talk about random stuff. Yes. Look forward to our next episode. Exactly. Exactly. Tune in next time. Bye. Bye.